0: slammed it's think outside the box set the internet's only outrage machine i'm nat hunt and joining me as always is my erstwhile co-host but wait you don't look like cameron who are you it's it's a very old man from murder she wrote (laughs) that's what we call an easter egg (laughs) That you'll, you'll, uh, you'll find out what that means if you pay us money and then go listen to the bonus episode It'll be well worth the money <laughs> yeah, My it, name is Dustin It's very Yeah, Dustin Now, Dustin nah. um, You've been on this show before I have We Is this your third time? I did the MCR Yeah I did the shag The shag You shagged and you MC'd the R Uh-huh Yes Third time This is three It's a charm mm-hmm. from what I understand Mm-hmm Mm-hmm I asked you what, if you had any ideas for us to talk about, and you responded right away. (laughs) Like, actually, while I was in the middle of typing the question, you answered. um, You just saw the three dots, and you just, like, jumped in. um, And you said, Space Jam. Mm -hmm. And I said... Intergalactic fruit preserves, delicious. <laughs> and then you had to tell me that it's a movie. Of some oh kind. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so why did you? Why did you think of this idea? Yeah, well, I mean, it was a little bit of a joke, of course.
1: Uh, but I mean, it was truly a very important album in my life, and yeah. I listened to it a ton as a kid, and I loved it, and I found it very. It's it's it was the original hype machine. Mm. Uh, before before there was uh, outside the box set, there was
0: space jam the album oh my god it's sort of our spiritual forebearer exactly <laughs> in right <that> way.
1: yeah <laughs> no so i think um i i would literally play shooting hoops playing basketball um out in the yard and just have this on you know like a cd player yeah um, a real basketball jones i'm a basketball jones <laughs> so. <too>. oh boy <laughs> um but also i think that it, I believe this is true, that it was kind of a big introduction to, like, hip-hop to me. Yeah,
0: I could buy that. Yeah, because it was
1: kind of around the time where that wasn't really necessarily something my family would have naturally listened to, if I recall. Yeah, that sounds about
0: right. Let me think about that for a minute. Well, so your yeah. dad, like, loved Public Enemy. Well, there was Michael W. <laughs> Smith, there uh-huh. was Ray Bolts, uh-huh. there was...
1: Those guys are sort of hip hop adjacent. I think so.
0: They're, like, pretty I close, so.
1: yeah. I think, yeah. So it was a little bit of a dep- departure for me, but I don't even know how I came across the album. But, okay, so one thing that is worth mentioning is that I think I've only seen the movie once.
0: I think I've only seen it
1: once also. And I didn't, like, watch it regularly as a kid, and I don't even really know very much about what happened in it, but the
0: album I listened to I think to it's constantly. got a Funny in it. I think they're bunny. <laughs> Um, <laughs> how, how? Like, why did you, like? W- were you a big like basketball kid? Well, player? I shot, I shot hoops a lot. I shot
1: hoop. <laughs> I would say I was. Were <laughs> you went did, into basketball? Oh, sorry, <laughs> I answered the wrong question. I did ball. You balled. Well, I, all balled. I did was sports as a kid. I don't know if you uh, know this about me. Yeah. The only thing I liked to do was play sports. If someone asked me what you want to do when you grow up, be a baseball player. Um, be maybe a basketball player. Okay. I like Jones.
0: Oh, yeah. To be a basketball Jones. Yes. Yeah. To play golf professionally. No. <laughs> like Michael Jordan. No. Yeah. Um, I've seen some very uh, cute photos of you in your sports uniforms with your enormous glasses. Oh, I'd say you those. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I've seen those. The big phone hat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So, sports was a very big impact thing to me. And uh, this was a very sport specific. Um, content For me, for music
0: Yeah Yeah It's hmm. Did you Here's a question Did you ever get into jock jams What does that mean You don't know jock jams Not really I've oh. heard that phrase But I don't know what that means That was like a compilation That um, Like tried to do pop music That was kind of about sports Or something One of my My first roommate in college Had listened to like Jock jams a bunch Um, Yeah Jock Starting Jam,
1: okay. Oh. Jock Jams Volume One. Well, so that would have been one year. This was a '94 album, is it? I think. '96.
0: Uh, right. Oh, six. okay. <clears throat> this is the year before it, actually. Maybe they were influenced. Uh, Jock Jams, Bass Jam. I don't know. Uh, we get. Let's get ready to rumble. Get ready for this. Whoop! There it is. All those get like classic, like. Oh, everybody dance now. Why see the Village People? Wow. Oh wow. Okay. Good. Uh, pump up the jam. Mm. Rock and Roll Part 2 by Gary Glitter. Very cool. So this is kind of a similar track. I lesson. love having pedophiles space on uh, music compilations. Um, yes. Yeah, this is like a similar vibe. I'm actually surprised that you were so into Space Jam, but not Jock Jams. Were you a jock?
1: I'm I was not, not a jock at all. A jock. I was very... sports, not jock. If you saw the pictures that you mentioned, which I have <laughs> to assume you did, Nope, never saw them. But <laughs> uh, You probably could have just imagined them if you could see me now, I suppose. But uh, yeah, no, I played sports a lot, but I was not like a cool kid was not super athletic. I was like 5'1 until like 8th grade. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, so I was very, very small, shrimpy, tiny person. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the person that you would choose uh, on your team. For basketball. Kind of basketball. But I loved
0: playing so mm. much. That's all I wanted to do. Mm. So I'm just yeah. imagining you in a high school, or it's middle school gymnasium, waiting to get picked. Yeah. Everyone else is getting picked. Next to you, they picked Danny DeVito, and then it's you after Depends that. It's me after Danny. Yeah, yeah.
1: I will tell you a one little s- a sad tale. At the end of my sporting career was seventh grade. I tried out for the junior high baseball team. I uh-huh. played baseball a lot and <clears throat> was really excited. I thought I did pretty well, and then they, you know, like released the the physical list of like the twenty six oh, yeah. who made mm-hmm. it of everyone that tried out. I went, going down the list, down the list, down the list, down the list. Did not make it, and I just, in the group of people, just tears streamed down my face. And I just walked away, and that was the end of my sporting career. Dusty. I was so sad. It really crushed me. That's devastating. It crushed my spirit, yeah. A little dusty. And I turned to uh, a life of the mind.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dustin also thought about being a writer for a while, like I did. Yes, indeed, yeah. In fact, Dustin just released a book of poetry this year with, that's with a friend, a collaboration book of poems. So that's pretty cool. Uh, maybe I'll drop a link in the show notes if I can find a link. Um, yeah, so this is surprising um, that I guess there weren't... Like, Space Jam was a. I I remember it being a huge movie. I think so. I actually don't know if it was super popular. It seems weird that they would take... That long to make a sequel if it was super popular? I
1: do wonder if it became more popular over like years following or if mm. it was an immediate hit. I don't even know what was the box office for example. Can you um, see that?
0: Let's see release box office. Gross 90.5 million in the United States. Is that good. Worldwide total of 250 million. Um I don't know what that's. Oh. Yeah, how that Let's relates, see. That uh, 250 oops. 250 million in 2022, or, no, $29.96. Just add a couple zeros there. Carry the zero. Carry the zero. It's worth $472 million today. Okay, so... That's not that big. Almost double? I kind of thought it would have been more than that. Yeah, because, like, we definitely get... Like, a lot of Marvel movies are, like, a billion dollars. Yeah. I think probably a lot of that is the, like, worldwide market for... Films has like You know Opened up a lot But uh Yeah that's surprising I I thought it was And only like 90 million In the United States I really mm-hmm. thought it was More than that Um Well
1: so what What was your connection To Space Jam Either uh The album or the movie
0: Not really It wasn't part of your No Uh I mean I was Um Isolated enough That I didn't really Interact with a lot of Stuff mm. I, I missed most mm. of 90's pop culture That wasn't Star Trek or PBS Yeah, that's Um, interesting. Yeah, Uh, but the weird thing is, like, how many of these songs I knew, or just like, had picked up um, from like cultural osmosis. Like, Mm -hmm. I think kids at like Boy Scout camp would like sing some of these songs and stuff. Like, like yeah, or um, reference them, or like, I guess they'd like play them on like a dumb boombox or something. I don't know. Like, I was surprised Mm -hmm. at how much I knew of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I never owned it. I only saw the movie, like, one time, probably a while after it came out. Um, Oh, Danny DeVito's in this movie. I forgot about that. That's right. That's right. That's hilarious. And Bill Murray. Um, Oh, Charles Barkley. Patrick Ewing is in it. Muggsy. And Lockhart is in it. Eh. Anyhow, um, yeah. Is it a bad movie? It's not very good, right? <clears throat> um, I'm <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. It has forty-four percent. Oh
1: wow, that's not very good. Yeah, it's not. Um, I wonder if the album is more impactful culturally than the movie. That's interesting. Yeah, huh. To me, it is personally, but I, I mean, but it's yeah. like these are big. These are big names. Yeah, on this track list.
0: <laughs> yeah, they really went all out. Like they hired a bunch of people that would never be looked back on with any kind of, like, problematic views or, like, any kind of regret. You know, people like R. Kelly. Um, they had a very thorough
1: uh, character analysis. I think yeah, each of they the yeah, they did background checks. did foreground
0: checks. <laughs> had them sign morality clauses. <laughs> the whole works. It's like George Fox University. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lifestyle contracts. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, <clears throat> was oh it's a weird idea for a movie too like it's um it's very like hip-hop coded there's the very last song is we'll get to it there's a lot to unpack there but mm-hmm. it's like the looney tunes doing a rap song um it the most of the rest of the uh, album is like r&b songs like it's it's either all hip-hop or or you know the whole album is either hip-hop or r&b um and mm-hmm. that well, is it is,
1: it is a, a musical is that right are these songs like some of these songs like performed as part of the movie I don't
0: think so I think they're just like playing okay like,
1: well that stuff no, I, I, we'll hit them high I'm sh- I think definitely oh is. probably like the characters yeah. are singing the song I think yeah I think you might be right yeah
0: hmm wrong people to ask that question yeah maybe we should have watched the <laughs> is Space Another Jam mystery. a musical is Space Jam an opera yeah it is, is it qualified um yeah so it's it's um Looney Tunes were like not I don't think very popular like they oh. definitely like faded from popularity I mean they're like showing on like reruns and stuff but it's not like I mean they're I'm sure they were kind of like cultural touchstones and like everyone know, knew who Bugs Bunny was I'm sure but like um yeah uh it wasn't like big I don't think and so Warner Brothers is like I don't know how they like came up with this idea but they're like we're gonna like do a transparent cash grab um to try to capture (laughs) try to capture like cool young artists and we're gonna do it but not artists but like consumers and like you know, the coveted hip young demographics and stuff. Uh-huh. And the way we're going to do it is by appropriating black culture um, and mixing it with Looney Tunes. Well, that's interesting. And yeah. space also for some reason. Space! Yeah. Well, this is, okay, so is this a
1: Warner Brothers? Yeah. Okay, so that yeah. makes sense. So this they, is. They own Looney Tunes. I know the cap, I mean, this I think was probably the height of Michael Jordan's fame. Yeah. This would probably be when he's at the top. And he's doing baseball and golf in this, I think, right? Which he did in real life. This movie cost $80 million. I kind of believe that with all those NBA players
0: in it. I mean, they paid a shitload of money for the soundtrack, obviously. Like, the NBA players. Michael Jordan, for sure. Um, Then all, like, the animation stuff. Big Big Murray. Um... Bunny. God, bung bung Bunny yeah. I've, I've heard that like You have to double your budget To break even Just like all the other like costs mm. and stuff I've heard that mm. uh, So they definitely did not break even domestically mm. It cost 80 million and they made 90 million Wow Oof Yeah They won but at what cost mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah um, mm. That's really interesting Um Oh, I didn't realize this. The film was a fictionalized account of the timeline between Jordan's initial retirement from the NBA in 93 and his 95 return. Yes, that's kind of why I remembered that. Oh, yeah, I, remember I didn't really realize that, that like, it was like incorporating real life events. And
1: yeah, stuff. yeah, because I think that there was times where even there's a scene where Michael Jordan's playing baseball and being heckled by people. Because that did kind of happen in real life. Ah. He retired, went to play uh-huh. baseball, played for a triple A team for the Chicago White Sox I think and like wasn't I think he was okay but not very good uh-huh. and people are like you should probably go back and play basketball you should probably play some golf instead well, I think he did that as yeah. well
0: yeah <laughs> um that's
1: so they're capitalizing on Michael Jordan's fame yeah. mm-hmm. bringing out the crew of people he's yeah. related to and then yeah I think you're right like get, getting that demographic interested in Looney Tunes mhm
0: and the the most surefire way to um look cool in the eyes of White America is to appropriate Black America. Yes, <laughs> and that's what they did. Um, it's yeah. There's so much like, um, God. Like I just keep thinking about that rap song at the very end where like the Looney Tunes are rapping and stuff. We'll get to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really funny that like, it was successful doing this with Looney Tunes, but um, they tr- they've tried several other things in the intervening years like. They tried sort of like a, like having an anime like futuristic like look to the Looney Tunes characters and stuff, and that didn't really work. Mm. That wasn't very popular. Um, so like this one worked, and then they kept trying to like do more things to to make Looney Tunes seem cool, um, which always seemed like a weird misguided mission to me. Because it's, yeah. it's like we don't watch Bugs Bunny because he's cool. You yeah. watch him because he's hot, and he he's a gender bender, and he wears a dress, and he like uh-huh. is a trickster guy. Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I think you're right. Like, when you see Bugs Bunny wearing sunglasses, and you're not like,
0: okay. Oh my God, <laughs> that, that's a cool rabbit. Whoa, I want to yeah. be like that cool rabbit guy. Yeah.
1: I don't know, maybe they're, maybe they're making the juxtaposition out of it of having Michael Jordan, who's obviously extremely cool, staying next to teaming up with Bugs Bunny. I don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe that's um, part of the charm of the movie is they don't, I mean, this is just like conjecture, because we, again, we didn't watch this movie. No. Maybe they don't try to make the Looney Tunes characters themselves look cool, because I think that would not work. Yeah. So. What kind of name is Bugs, anyway? Yeah, too long. Too long.
1: <laughs> we'll never take.
0: Uh, he's just one guy. How can there be multiple Bugs? Um, Want to get any of these songs? Let's take it. All right. Let's fly like an eagle.
2: the future spirit me
0: Yep, so... What he wants to do is fly.
1: Well, I was just gonna, I, that's what I have written down. Introducing a theme in the album. A
0: flying. Flying. Yes. It's picked up by at least one more song. Uh huh. I don't know if there's any others. <laughs> <laughs> there's one. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it's a cover of Steve Miller Band. Um, it's a very
1: cool sound. To me, that, that is cool as ice, don't you think? Seal
0: on like the production of like just, oh, like just
1: it. that sound, just the, the, the squiggles, squiggles and the sound, boobs and
0: the little uh, scents and stuff. Is that a what do you call that? Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. Um, or at least a keyboard that's trying to sound like a road or something really tasty, um, I think. Apparently, D'Angelo was playing the keyboards on that on this cover version of it. Oh, it's pretty cool. Mm. Um, and Seal was the executive producer of a Space Jam soundtrack. Mm. Seal was huge for like two years in the 90s mm. and then i never heard from a member again. Nope. Except that he married like a supermodel. Because hmm. he was all over that Batman soundtrack. Which one? Um it was one of the Schumacher Batmans. Um Kiss from a Rose is on that um uh, that soundtrack album. Been kissed by a rose on. A grave. Yeah, that's that fine. One? I believe that um Is that Seal. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. Oh my god. It was originally released as part of the Never Ending Story Three. Oh interesting. Oh no, it was first on his album. Uh it's called Seal, um, the album. And then it was on <laughs> Never Ending Story Three. And then uh once it was included on Batman Forever soundtrack, it topped the charts in the United States. Um that's a good song. That's a better song than this one than this fly-like-an-eagle. Oh, I don't know. I like fly like it. I think it, it's very... it's has kind of a fun, like, boopy
1: groove or whatever, It's kind but of groovy. It's kind of... Uh, there's something a little sad about it.
0: Huh. Don't you think? I guess so. How it's much it sucks, like, you mean?
1: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's pretty sad, I guess. It's pretty sad how I much mean, it just sucks. <laughs> no, it's like... I don't know. There's a kind of malaise to it, I think. Hmm. That's interesting. Um... I mean it's not when when we compare it with some of the real hype songs. Oh totally. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah,
0: when you compare it to that. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, it's kind of, especially like the verse, like time keeps on slipping into the future. Yeah. I um yeah, I just I don't know. I always thought the lyrics were like banal and never really liked the melody or like any of that. Um, it's super catchy and earwormy though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also he wants to feed the babies who can't get enough to eat. Um... Yeah. In a sky full of people, only some want to fly. Isn't that crazy? Oh, 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 oh. Fly like an eagle. Wanna fly. In a sky full of people, only some want to fly. That's interesting. What does it mean? I mean, he's watching people skydiving. But most of them are just intent on falling to the ground. And that's just sad. That's, I think, what captures the <laughs> sadness of the song. It's so like... sad. Um... Oh, there's a Seal's explanation Fly like an evil It's fly like an evil (laughs) Oops Um That's not Uh He claims Seal claims that he got a call From Steve Miller Saying that it Thanking him and saying That was the best cover Of the song that he had heard I'd take that call Yeah Steve Miller on line one Eh Got a voicemail Um Yeah, I just uh, Fly like an eagle Just seemed Even when I heard it When I was like eight years old or whatever I was like that's fucking cliche bro <laughs> and you were a taste maker was yeah, like a real eight. taste maker yeah <laughs> incredible <Cresswell. laughs> very influential <laughs> alright uh, do you want to talk about the winner we can always like skip some of this, these songs
1: yeah too. let's go to the next one alright get to
0: Coolio. oh yeah Coolio
2: your Time and educate your mind and in the long run. I'm sure you'll find it. if you walk the walk, you can talk the talk, but don't wait too long because life is short. And remember, no matter what they're telling you, if you try, you could be a winner too. Keep on pushing, Move it on FFI, moving on up, and then by. we moving on up. Moving on up, you'll win,
0: gotta keep pushing. Oh man, Curtis Mayfield. I think is the one singing that chorus because it samples. Um, wait, is uh, it? Shit. No, it's written by Coolio Wino and Curtis Mayfield. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Oh no, I've said something wrong. Whoops. Um, yeah. Uh, it's this a is a motivational song. Oh, yeah, I was just gonna say, just
1: very straightforward, motivational. Um, yeah. Very,
0: yeah. Just inspirational, good feeling. Mm hmm. First things first, since your date of birth, you've been kind of confused about what, what your life is worth. Fifty million times you're in gold. you got to take control. Because fools don't live to be old. You can do anything that you want to do. All you got to do is put your brain into it. Take your time and educate your mind. Yeah, this is like scared straight, like dare rap. It <laughs> this is. Like, it this is. Is. is like the school counselor turning their chair around backwards and sitting on it. Mm-hmm. It's cool to stay in school. <laughs> it is cool. of a five, cool. a little bit, yeah. Because knowledge is power. Um,
1: yeah And then, yeah well, There's one great line I thought That stuck out to me, maybe it's in the second Uh, verse, you can give a man Some wisdom, but you
0: can't make him feel
1: Is Does it say that here? Because it doesn't On the genius
0: it says you can give a man some wisdom But you can't make him think See, that's funny because that's how it sounded to me But I looked
1: in several different places And it said feel And oh. I was like, it oh, does not sound like it said like that Oh. I like feel better, but think sounds better.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it makes We're more sense. the song.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, I see what's happening. So it... Uh, okay. So it samples the song We're a Winner by the Impressions. Or mm. interpolates it, I guess. Um, and I think that's probably where Curtis Mayfield is coming from. Um, yeah, I mean... It's pretty, uh, pretty standard, like, motivational poster stuff. Uh, he drops a few cliches, like, cause stitch in time saves nine. I never really knew what, what that one was about. I don't know what that means. Yeah, nine what? Yeah. Nine yeah. Nine what? And a stitch, a stitch in time? Nine what? Nine what? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> in order to be a veteran, first, you gotta be a beginner. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, nice oh, words. oh, I love this bit. He does that classic trope. Red, yellow, black, white, or brown. If everybody mind their business, we can all get down. Oh, it like all starts that. at home. He should have thrown in the purple polka-dotted, though. Mm-hmm. I always love it when people do that. That's mm-hmm. definitely not weird and racist and <laughs> stupid. Um, yeah. Imagine if you was in a car and your life was a race. Somebody was on your back and you had to give them some space. Put the pedal to the metal and mash it out, Loke. But make sure you stay in your lane and go stroke for stroke. This is getting dirty. Um, oh, wow. We don't need no penalties or eliminations or disqualifications. What we need is penetrations? Does he really say that? Um, okay, we have to... I don't know if I got that. I'm going to pull this up. I'm going to try to find some penetrations here. Um, penetration.com.
2: Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> this is different than I thought.
0: I... I went I think right to it. it. I hit it right on the mic. What a Yup. Been there. Yeah. It sounds kind of bored though, in terms of affect. Yeah, a little, a little, like little uh, lazy uh,
1: yeah. kind of speech pattern, but I, I think that, yeah, I don't know, it's interesting. Like, I think the text doesn't feel that profound, but the, the, I don't know, the way it sounds in the song is very cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, penetration's gonna be profound, you know. Um, oh, it's time to slam and welcome to the jam. Oh, Here good. we go.
2: Oh, good. <laughs>
1: How can this not be the first song on the album? Right? It's called Space yeah. Jam. It is that kind of, Oh, this is like... This, is, this like, is the
0: album. This is the album. How can this not be the yeah, first? Yeah, this, this is like... Is this the best song on the album? I think it might be. It is so good. It's I think great. it really holds up. Yeah. It's super fun. Um, it's got like a killer beat and like a killer vibe. Um, the Quad City DJs like show up and just... Um, uh, just do a bunch of like hip-hop nonsense like just filler like hip-hop stuff basically uh it's your boy jay ski i right? so pass that thing and watch me flex behind my back you know what's next to the jam all in your face what's up just feel the bass drop it rock it down the room shake it quake it space kaboom just work that body work that body make sure you don't, don't hurt nobody. your body yeah get wild and lose your mind take this thing into overtime yeah.
1: So I love how much logistical uh, basketball kind of talk there is in this song. It's, very, it's all about, it's just funny to hear so much of that in a song. Like, yeah. wh- what is this? We're just talking about
0: basketball. I mean, but it talking about equally slam. works. Time to slam now. This equally works on the dance floor as it does in the basketball hall. <laughs> on the, basketball the basketball arena.
1: Hall, yeah, <laughs> I like that. The um, I had never noticed this until I was you know looking at these lyrics. But the the QCD, they're, mm-hmm. they're just like dropping their own band throughout. But mm-hmm. this is a very like self promotional song, mm-hmm. which is quite funny. I got it. Um, yeah, quite good. Yeah.
0: Slam band, thank you man. Get on the floor and jam.
1: Oh yeah, I was thinking the the background vocals throughout are very cool, and they have like this. They have a whole, um, like, crowd noise. Oh, yeah. That's, like, kind of going through. I think, it like, yeah, it's creating mm-hmm. the environment of being, like, in an arena. And it's yeah. quite cool. I think it's yeah. very successful at that.
0: It's great. Yeah. Um, there's some. They snuck in a few little dirty lines here. Jam on it. Let's have some fun. Jam on it. One on one. You run the O and I run the D. So come on, baby. Just jam for me. Oh. Oh. D. O D.
1: One on one. That's interesting. I mean basketball five on five, so you do the math. I mean, yeah. Love this song. This is the one that I can I can picture myself. Like this is the one I would turn on if I'm like gonna be shooting hoops. Yeah, need to be having some hype. Yeah.
0: This is it. You gotta get hyped up. Um <laughs> I was just telling uh our mutual pal Paulina that um when I would be like on my way to a, a job interview, or sometimes like a date or whatever, I would put on like pump up music. Oh. With, you yeah. know, like hip hop, a lot of it, uh, well, pretty much all of it, I guess. Um, Cause it's like so just focused on like braggadocio and like boasting and stuff. And this is a killer example of like pump up, like you, you play this on your way to a job interview and just walk in with like the most confidence just like say welcome to the slam and i'm gonna jam you or whatever those will be the first words of your interview yeah it's Uh just kind of yeah and then it goes up from there yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) there's nowhere to go but up yeah no this
1: this i could legitimately be using this as pump up music like
0: to go play pickleball Mm -hmm. if you want to pickle some balls Yeah. Yeah. yeah um and this is what uh not quite 20 years old no, it's more than 20 years old Oh no. Uh oh It's more than 20 Oops. years old not <laughs> Oh no 20, 2016 was the 20th anniversary of Space Jam And that was 6 years ago Oh, So it's 20 Oh my god, this movie's more than 25 years old Oh boy Yeah um, yeah. Oh, well. well Well, we That's dead soon uh, We had a couple extra sound samples of this one There was one about the hype Oh yeah Oh, the big hype mark. There's, There's a couple of those in there that I really like. Yeah, that's great. Um, and you notice some cool, like, little keyboard flourishes. Um, yes, didn't notice this as a kid necessarily, but they're the kind of subtle. They're pretty quiet. So you have to quiet. listen closely. Yeah. They might not come through... In the podcast player, super well. Um, but if you go back to the original, um, there's uh, center panned. There's like uh, just like a keyboard doing chords, like an electric piano, and then hard panned right um, is like another keyboard doing like boopy squiggles. A stuff. little boopy melody, yeah. Yeah, um, which won't be. Uh, we always mix the podcast down to mono anyway, so it won't be like hard panned. But uh, if you go to the original, that is what it will be. <laughs> Yeah, that's fun. It's just all
1: yelling too. Yeah. It's
0: fun. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on in this song. There's like mm-hmm. crowd noise, there's like multiple keyboards doing boopity things, and like, yeah, that's fun. Great beat. Great beat. Um, I guess, let's talk. I mean, this was an enormous song. I believe I can fly.
2: And I can do it if I just believe it. There's nothing to it, I believe I can fly, I believe I can touch the sky, I think about it every night and day. Sprint.
0: This song originally came out on the Space Jam
1: soundtrack. That's,
0: yeah, this really hit it big then. Yeah, um, and it was written for the movie. Whoa! I did not know that because hmm. it seems like this is flying again. So it's more theme. flying. Yeah, they like fly, um, and fly is in bas I mean, fly basketball. Go is, on. Is what Michael Jordan is doing. Mm, therefore, therefore, he believes it too. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, R. Kelly said about. The creative process behind the song. When I met Michael Jordan on a basketball court at an athletic club, athletic club, we hooped together in Chicago. He came to me and asked me if I wanted to do a song for his upcoming movie. I was like, yeah. I didn't even ask what it was. Eventually, he let me know what it was. We went to a screening to watch it, and that's when I ended up coming up with I Believe I Can Fly. I knew from the first melody that this was going to... I knew from the first melody that was gonna be the song that was gonna take me out of R and B and into another genre of music. Oh, what does that mean? What genre of music did he go into? And is this not that? I this would, seems I would think of solidly R and B, right? Hmm. I don't know what else you would call it. I mean, hmm. gospely, but like, there's obviously like tons of overlap between those. Um, I'll just, I'll just go to R. Kelly's Wikipedia page. Good. And just um, let's see what he was doing. There's up to probably nothing though. problematic. Sense what has he done since then? Anything? No, it's just been like kinda no, I don't see anything. No. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, uh, c-
1: candles, does that say? Huh.
0: Huh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so this is a huge song. I it was all over the place. It'd be um, kind of a slow dance song, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, I think he he was wise to um, write it in a way that is not very basketball specific Um, even has like some pretty like heavy religious stuff going on to like I don't know for that crossover like gospel Mm -hmm. CCM thing Mm -hmm. Um, in the the first verse in fact ends but now I know the meaning of true love I'm leaning on the everlasting arms that's pretty blatant yeah (laughs) yeah I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. Uh, great
1: rhyme. Didn't even think about that, yeah. It is a rhyme now that I think about it. Oh,
0: yeah, you're right, yeah. Hmm. Um, um, yeah, I, I mean, it's classic, like, 90s R&B. Um, I don't recall where it fit in the movie, but... Yeah, it's a bit of a, like... It's very slow and, like, kind of sad. Mm-hmm. I bet it's like when Michael Jordan doesn't he like lose his mojo or something? They like steal his mojo and like put that, it into yeah. evil th- alien tunes. I think they they're like right. suck they his. Suck some life energy. They or suck something. his mojo right out of his body. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, what a weird movie. Like the more I think about it, the more I like try to remember something, I'm like, this is really weird. Mm hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of an interesting melody to this song, though. Yeah, I like that. There's a lot of like
0: variation and. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful song, I think. There's some great, like, um, the, the way they do the key change is pretty great. Um, we took a sound sample of that. Yeah. So instead of just doing like a standard take it up key change, um, like so many artists love to do, they go way more elaborate with it. Oh, oh, oh,
2: oh, if I can see it. Oh my
0: god, it's yeah. so gospel the BGV yeah. Ah,
2: Bland.
0: Yeah Woo.
2: I, I,
1: I do remember those woos very distinctly Really? When I was listening back, I knew exactly where they
0: were for Wow, sure. yeah. I, I had never noticed them before I'd never, yeah. like, yeah. listened to this song with much attention mm. <laughs> Like, ever Um and there's also some vocal flourishes. This is good. This yeah.
2: is good. Yeah. Silent can seem so loud. Do not
1: try this at home.
2: There are miracles in <laughs> life I must achieve. But first I know it starts inside of me.
0: It's pretty good. Yeah. I mean he's a good singer, Mm -hmm. and therefore he must be a morally good person. He's never done anything wrong. So Could be. Yeah. Could be. (laughs) You never know. Ever. Uh, oh, you can't play the very ending of this, can you? I
1: can. See if it's very it's very Lion King to me. Oh, that's interesting. Just the last like five, six seconds.
0: Uh, yup, especially like the bass voices. Yeah, <laughs> the, it's almost like um, it's very like uh, uh, Lady Smith Black Mombazo. Mm-hmm. the like bass guy going hum, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the like big slide up to like the bass note. Oh boy, but, like the resolution. Oh uh, yeah, that's funny. It
1: would be probably cool to see this like performed live. With like the yeah. whole chorus of all that with all cool. the
0: animals there. All <laughs> the animals and Mufasa. <laughs> and, you know. Yeah. Um, how many more of these do you want to talk about? Um, well, okay, so you know, we should probably talk about "Hit 'Em High." Hit 'Em High. Just give it, give a hint of it, because this is this is the villain song.
1: This is the other side of the album. Yeah, I think it's worth getting a taste of. It. Just a taste of
0: villainy. Delicious. Uh,
2: I'm
0: in your lane Like
1: it's only three seconds Yep So there's a lot of talk About basketball here too Uh, They're talking a lot About the logistics Of playing basketball uh Throughout uh the lyrics And then I think this is true I wonder if you will I said This is I wrote a bunch of weird notes Oh Oh, great I believe that there is A non-zero percentage Of similarity To ICP In this song
0: Oh Yeah Do you think? Yeah Something about like The performativity Of like physical action and something and like the the like uh, the sort of posturing it's very focused on like um, being evil too, which is a big part of ICP um, yeah and it's it's like kind of violent coolio's versus it's like inch by inch and step by step I'm closing in on your position and destruction is my mission um, though eight is not enough your whole squad better duck it's like switch when I bust Ooh, now your whole crew is dust yeah, I think like the, the like villain perspective. I mm-hmm. think is like very ICP. You're mm-hmm.
1: right. And like kind yeah. of the there's like the goofy voicey thing they're doing. Yeah. Very
0: playful. um Yeah. Playful. Think, it's really scary. It's
1: frightening. Well, These frightening are monsters. monsters. Sorry, um, that's playthings for me.
0: No, oh not god. frightening monsters. Oh my god. I'm very brave. Holy crap. You'll find that. Oh, pardon my friend <laughs> yes, no, I don't like that though. <laughs> <I'm> scared <laughs> now of that. You're scared for real. <laughs> <laughs> Moral corruption is the only true scary thing <laughs> me. Um, yeah. This, I, mean, I don't have a lot more to say, then, but it's not like a real the, song to it's me not. Yeah, yeah, it's not really a real song. I mean it's it's like it's a skit really, more than a song, almost. Kind of, yeah. There's some good imagery, like it's kind of amazing to me that they're able to just like write this much. There's so many lines here. Bob Dole, I
1: think I just saw.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna take a sound sample of that, I forgot. Um <sighs> L Cool J. Uh, it says, lounging in the mothership back around my way. Uh, I'm 28 light years old. That's not what that That's means. That's What is that? No. Idea. If the refs get political, dribble like Bob Dole. Am I getting lyrical? Danny, I think so. Monstar drooping flavor fluid, so drink slow. It's okay. I, there's, there's a few things I'm not familiar with in that, but...
2: Uh,
1: flavor fluid? Dribble like Bob Dole? No. Oh. Did he, like,
0: drool oh, or something? I was something? thinking drooling, like... or is it a joke that he... Obviously, it doesn't know how to dribble. Like, oh, because he's the oldest person ever to run for the first at that time. Was he? was really old true Seventy-three years old. Oh, we definitely oh, blew like, past that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so dribble, oh boy. That's what the chair. Oh boy. The America's future is Bob Dole. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think my parents yeah. voted for Bob Dole. Oh, no, really. Yeah. <laughs> you probably still got pins laying around. <laughs> I wonder, actually. I don't know. Um, yeah. Oh, there is the intro of this song. We have to. We have to listen to. Okay. Greeting
2: Earthlings, we have now taken over your radio.
0: So that's kind of icy too. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that he says greeting Earthlings instead that's of greeting. <laughs> gre- he says it just one greeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um.
1: All right. I kind of want to skip. So like the smile. I don't know what smiling, smiling at is. I, I didn't recognize it. I don't like yeah. it. it's not popular. It doesn't even mention dunking, I wrote.
0: There's no dunks? No dunk. Oh, no, no dunkaroos. Okay. Um, for you, I will. Do you want to talk about that one? Well, I do kind of like that song. Okay, let's listen. Yeah. Yeah. There we
2: go. Be there to
0: This is... love that, like, 90s R&B production. but like, chimes and, like, the, the, like, weird sort of, like, reverby thing going on. And there's a lot of, like, boosted sort of, like, treble presence. Um, yeah, it's, it's, like, a really interesting sound. Um, mm.
1: No, I think this is, like... This is really good da- um, slow dance song as well. This might be, like, the ultimate... Of that genre for me Like Mm -hmm. this song Really hits it for me And I really like it I actually I wrote this I think this is true It sounds like the song That the Spice Girls Were trying to write
0: Oh But the Spice Girls Are most famous For their like Up-tempo Wannabe song They are But they did
1: write A lot of songs That I think Were trying Uh, to hit This vibe And when I heard
0: this I was like ooh that's probably what they're going for because this is yeah this really does does hit i mean it hits it's it's pretty good and this is another song that was written for space jam the movie well it's so strange to think of like watching some shots from that film and then watching a bunch of looney tunes and michael jordan and then rewriting um shit what's that one song um oh god damn it uh Ain't no mountain high enough. Oh yeah. Basically, is like basically the like the idea mm-hmm. of the song is like I would do anything. For, I would cross an ocean for you. Mm-hmm. There's no mountain high enough. Like it's the same. It's you know the same idea, but it's really weird to think of that in context of like Michael Jordan like fucking around with Bugs Bunny and like fighting aliens and shit. Yeah. Like who who is like the the stance of the song? Like who is it from and who is it addressed to? Is it Michael Jordan to a basketball?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah,
0: you know yeah. what I think oh, would help us okay. find the answer to that? What? Maybe if we watch the movie. If we watch the movie? <laughs> I am so, wouldn't I'm so. I'm really curious, like, what points any of these songs appear in the movie. Yeah. 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 I guess except on the outside one Yeah, I just listened to. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Anything interesting in the lyrics? I don't I don't think, think so. so. I mean, it's. Yeah. T- times get tough. Yeah. Okay. It just makes me think of that one um, Flight of the Concord song. Where like Brit is like trying to talk about all the reasonable stuff he'd do for uh, this woman he's in love with. Oh yeah. Do you remember yeah. that song? Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh yeah. And he, like, because he begins by like. Don't want, saying, him yeah, I would, want him to exaggerate. Yeah, I wouldn't so. exaggerate. I would swim yeah. the deepest ocean. I would eat the biggest meal. Yeah.
1: For yeah. You. yeah. <laughs> Did you really climb the highest mountain? Mm-hmm.
0: Probably not. <laughs> yeah, he's just like no. yeah, he instantly like folds. It's great. Um, yeah. Play the concords. Good. That's my outtake. All right, speaking of hot takes upside down by salt and pepper,
2: I the kind of brother other girls can only dream of. the pack, in the can't, can't get enough. Uh-huh.
0: oh interesting i didn't realize this is a diana ross song i think i knew that yeah but they just like
1: out, it a little bit maybe? cut
0: out all the verses and like did their own like wrote their own right because i Probably don't think it's so. the original yeah 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 <laughs> yeah that's really interesting uh yeah i can't imagine diana ross saying me and my peeps be clocking the block for your jeep keep checking for you we can't sleep running the streets that might have been the new lyrics. Yeah, that guy probably... Well, you never know. Ever.
1: This song, I think, captures the tone of the album.
2: Really, mm. To me,
1: it's like, this is like the heart yeah. of the Space Jam mm-hmm. album. When I think of Space Jam... I kind of, I kind of do think of this song. There's something like More very, than Space
0: Jam the song? I think so. Really? A little bit, cause like, really? there's
1: just something about this song that like, it has a kind of mood uh-huh. that's so unique and so just, there's no other word for it than Space Jam. Huh.
0: There's no other word for it than Space Jam. <laughs> no other one word than that. Oh my god. Now this is what I call cultural criticism. Um, yeah. I love that the, the lyrics have like nothing to do with anything in the movie. Um clocking the block for your Jeep. It's just like, um, alright. Um playing hard to get, give up the paycheck. I'm coming for you, I'm coming through with the force of ten men. I want I wanna be no friend. As I perceive a need to please ya, I wanna squeeze you, I want to tease you. ease your mind on wine and relaxed. Turn your hat to the back because I'm oh we have a sound sample of that. Oh yes, 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 Here we go. I wanna be no friend as I perceive I need to please ya. I wanna squeeze up, don't want to tease ya ease your
2: mind.
0: Turn your hat to the back. i I'm here. Oh yeah. Turn your
1: to the back. love it. So I wanted to That's ask great. you a question. That's <laughs> fantastic, flow. Do you know? No. Who oh. started the trend oh. Oh. of oh. turning the hat to the back? Oh. I thought I knew the answer he to this, and that. I looked it up, and I Ooh. was right.
0: You were. Yes. Okay. Um. Let's see. Um. I really doubt that you know it. Um. I'll do. Carry your uh ah. shit. It's not flavor flavor, is it? It's not it's not
1: an RA musical artist.
0: Oh. Uh Bob Dole.
1: Callback. <laughs> it's not Bob Dole. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was devastating. <laughs> oh god. No, you I'm so embarrassed. Um Bill Clinton obviously. Different. Arthur Hall? No. No. Um Cheech and or Chong? It is a sports player, I'll tell play you that. Oh. It's not Michael. It's a baseball player. Is it
1: Michael Jordan? That's not. <laughs> that is technically a correct guess. <laughs> yes. Is it
0: Ken Griffey Jr.? It
1: is. It, no, It's really? Ken Griffey Jr. What?
0: Ken Griffey Jr.
1: started this, and I remember, see, to me, I thought, I thought that because I grew up in Tacoma, uh-huh. near Seattle, and uh-huh. Ken Griffey Jr. was like the god of sports uh, to people of my age in the place where I lived. But he also was probably the most popular player in baseball then. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, I think he did it at, he started doing it, or I think he was always doing it. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I read as a, in preparation for this episode, like if he has a story for how or why he did it, and evidently he said someone, to someone in an interview that he did it not as a style thing, but it was because... His dad was also a professional baseball player, Ken Griffey Uh Sr. And he used to play baseball with his dad when he was a kid, but his dad had an afro, and so he had a way bigger hat than his. Oh. But he liked to wear his dad's hat, but it was too big for him, and so if he wore it backwards, it fit better on his head. And then he just kept doing that the rest of his what life. What sense does that make? I don't know if I totally follow that what I just said. But that that is what I <laughs> Yeah, read.
0: I was half listening and I actually don't know why didn't.
1: that makes it easier. Okay. Is that true about hats? If they're too big if you wear them backwards.
0: I could better. see maybe wearing it sideways because, depending on how rigid of a hat, like it's it's an oval shape, like it's not a circle. It's like an, so it's longer in one dimension, wow. and if you turn it sideways, you get the shorter like sides of the oval. Um, if that makes sense. So like, if, if it's but that's if it's a, a rig- hat. no, I would never. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't I'm think totally I have any kind right. of rigid hat. Um, What's hat. Um, it's not on his Wikipedia page. Um, here's sports.yahoo.com. Is that your source? Probably. Yeah. Okay. That's where I get all my news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had a good article on Trump <laughs> and, uh, the um, declassified stuff. Um, why Ken Griffey Jr. wore his hat backward might surprise you. Then again, it might not. Depends on who you are. <clears throat> Depends on who you are and what you know. Um, oh, this is probably what I read. Yeah. Look how uh, cool he looks. Look at him down there. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh. Also, he started a fashion trend by often wearing his baseball cap back. Wow. I'm amazed wow. that no one did that before him. Here's Here it is. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. Here's yeah. the interview. My dad had a fro and I didn't, he said on some show. So I wore his hat and it always hit me in the face. Oh, so I just turned it around and it just stuck. So he glued the hat on. No, um, the idea is not that it like fits his head better, but it doesn't fall down in his face. Oh. It's like if it falls down in the back, that's fine.
1: Um, oh, because it doesn't have to be at a certain angle when it's backwards. It yeah, can just flop around a little yeah. more, maybe.
0: Flop around, flop up, flop, flop, down.
1: I was very happy to find that that, it, that at least, according to sports. Yahoo, um, <laughs> that is the origin of that. But it made it into the Space Jam soundtrack, which it is cool. Did.
0: Oh, here's someone else whose private practice uh, says. It has its roots in baseball, and it's called wearing a cap catcher style. The idea behind wearing it backwards is when you're a catcher, when you began use, when the catchers began using face masks, they had to turn the cap around to fit the mask on. Oh, that is true. I definitely have seen that. That is still true. To but this that day. doesn't make it like a fashion trend. Like
1: it doesn't this. mean people were wearing it casually yeah. that way necessarily. Uh-huh. These are terrible
0: articles. No, we need to stop this, actually. What, baseball sc- no, we need to go deeper. Uh-uh. Baseballscouter.com. <laughs> Okay, that's gone. Um, given you all that I've got, that's like a nothing song to me, right? I don't. Is that? No, 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 no. no. That's this not is a, a good song?
1: hype song. We just play a little clip of that okay. if you have it. This is not a if nothing have... song. Uh, yeah. this,
2: this
0: song is actually great. Unfortunately. <laughs> Fucking very Those are fucking killers.
1: They're so good.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. I was, uh, I wrote this down even. I just two steps slow marched around my house listening to this song. That is true. <laughs> just like, just yeah. Yeah, a good, like, probably road trip song, even could be.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. This, mm-hmm. a, this is just a good song. Um, and it's all about having sex. I'm pretty sure. My love is free. My Love is Free, mm-hmm. Baby Can't just see. I'm gonna charge You See. Not even charging money.
1: I think this is very fun, yeah. yeah. I also wrote, for a man of my age, this is about as good as techno
0: gets. Oh, yeah. Huh. It is kind of techno-y. I think of that as techno, maybe, but It's I got, got kind it of a techno beat. Yeah. Um, but there's definitely, like, it's kind of a crossover. Um, it's got, like, Sandstorm a little bit.
1: Hmm.
0: Is that the name of that I, song? I think so. It's the name hmm. of an Ah Song. Hmm. Um, so um, Let's see Basketball Jones we, we got to basketball Jones. Uh, what an insane song Basketball Jones
2: In fact, I was the baddest Riveter in the whole world Then one day his mother Owned him a basketball And I loved that basketball and I took that basketball everywhere I went You know what, that basketball was like a basketball to me Come on, you cheerleader Basketball Jones
0: So this is apparently a cover of a Cheech and Chong song. Um, and it's a cover by Barry White and um, Chris Rock, Chris Rock. Yeah. Uh, and the idea is that you have a Jones, like you're Jonesing for basketball. Okay. I've got I've got a basketball Jones. Not I am a basketball Jones. You know. That's if you marry into the family, but if you just like have a hankerin, that's a bas- that's a basketball Jones. Um, what do I want to say? Okay. I, I,
1: I got ahead. one for you. Okay. So I was trying to figure out as I was listening to this, it's obviously like a riff. Yeah. It's like a gag. Uh-huh. What? But what kind of a gag is it? If you Not were... Not a good one. <laughs> so if you were the direction, the person who was directing uh, Chris Rock, it's uh-huh. so like you had this, this result in your mind. Uh-huh. How would you describe to Chris Rock? This is the character I want
0: you to play throughout this song. What hey, Chris, kind of I want you to play Chris Rock and just say a bunch of random bullshit, just whatever comes to your head. Maybe that's just what it is. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. That would make a lot of sense. because Just true. just riff, Chris, and we'll just, uh... I'm gonna go out for lunch, and we'll, we'll come back, and we'll just p- copy and paste a bunch of it together. <laughs> just, like, riff for the next, like, hour, yeah, and we'll just, like, Yeah, like, what are these kinds together. Of, What sort of humor is this? It's not... <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it's not Is that, is what it is to think. It's, 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 the it's thing. like, kind of, um... What's that called, uh...
0: Well, like a heckler, a little bit. He, yeah, he's he's a bit of a heckler. He's heckling
1: the song, kind of as it's going. He's yeah, kind of Will like Smith showed up to smack
0: it. him in the face in the middle of the song. I it think was, that crazy. was later. Oh, like okay. That That's pretty, pretty sure that was about the song, though. <laughs> I don't know if it was. <laughs> Will Smith got really worked up about it. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty inexplicable. I mean, I'm pre- yeah. It's got to be just like. We're gonna have Barry White sing this song because that's because Barry White is instant comedy. And then Chris Rock is just gonna say a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, it, it is exhausting to listen to. At one point, um, uh, Barry White does say,
2: Wait,
0: is that Barry? Oh, Michael Jordan shows up on this song too. Does he have a speaking part? I guess so. This is very, if you go to The Genius and look at this, it's very confusing because the stuff in bold is like attributed to the cheerleaders but i think at some point it's also like barry white has that part uh and then the bold becomes michael jordan michael jordan i don't think that's how you spell michael but um chris rock tries to get michael jordan to sing and he says sing i don't sing that's the other mj nice pretty cool nice. pretty good joke they definitely pre-wrote that one <laughs> and did uh, a big fat line of coke. <laughs> um, yeah, and then, uh, okay, so we have to listen to the intro, which features Chris Rock doing some singing. Oh, iconic intro. Iconic. <laughs> 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 I got a basketball joke. I got a basketball
1: ooh, baby. And at that. Ooh. That's where you go. Oh yeah. There's something going to be different about this oh song. God. There's something special I don't think
0: about I'm this song. Very special <laughs> about this song. This isn't your everyday normal <laughs> song. Um it's funny like Chris Rock doesn't sound half bad, like except for not being on pitch like at all. I wonder if he's like purposefully singing off pitch, but like probably a mix of. Yeah. He's some like nice vibrato on like some of that. I'm like, uh-huh. I don't know. It's kind of sound a little bit
1: nice yeah, My final word on this bad. was uh, Not a song that can be listened to
0: More than once I think that's pretty ec- Or even one time Or I mean, even the one no. <laughs> Or even the one time uh, Although there is a Bugs Bunny shout out We should listen to Oh yeah yeah It does a lot of shout outs
2: Yes in the house. Bugs Bunny In the house yes. Elma Bud In the house sweetie Bird What you heard That's the word my brother. No other Everybody, plays basketball.
0: My Everybody shoots the
1: ball.
0: Mike Tyson shoots the ball. And we were probably just dying laughing at this. <laughs> yeah, I mean I know I was today.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean I'm I'm being in very like strong self control right now, but I was losing my whole shit listening to this. Well, I'm and glad la- you got and it. I'm also back. laughing. In you know? time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> is it would is it would it be funny to kids, I think, like at that time period or this now time period? Well, I was
1: thinking about that, like maybe somebody like six to eight years old could find this to be pretty funny because like they know songs are real things, but this is like poking fun at the whole idea of songs, kind of I guess so you sophisticated enough to
0: like think of that though. <laughs> I don't know. Also, they wouldn't understand what Basketball Jones means. Yeah, I mean, think. I'm with them on that one. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Chris Rock still plays. I think the best this song could hope for is just amusing somebody. I don't think anyone could find it funny. I think it's just like, oh, huh, that's kind of amusing. I see what you did there. Yeah, that's kind of Irish. I like, I like, I like this. I have a positive feeling about it, but I'm not laughing. It's not funny. Maybe that's the height of what it possibly could be. I turn to you. This—that's a non-song, right? We're just gonna like skip that. I turn to you. Let me see. No. I said, get it off the album. Yeah. That was what I wrote. Okay, (laughs) let's listen to this sound sample at least. Okay. (laughs) To get it off the album.
2: Oh
0: my god, that was the same length as all of our other sound samples and it felt twice as long. Relativity, you bought Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Einstein just showed up. Is here. <laughs> oh, my God. When did you get here, Al? <laughs> Doing my work for me. I oh, see well. <laughs> I some sort of time machine.
1: Yeah, I wrote, uh, even as a little kid who had no idea what anything was, I was like, come on, isn't this a little much? <laughs>
0: yeah, come
1: on. just saccharine. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, it's just so, like, slow and plodding, and it just... It's so clearly that he... Like so clear that he's trying to be like Seal and R. Kelly And like even like that chorus melody is like so reminiscent of so many other better songs I remember not liking it and <laughs> yeah. skipping it You know what it reminds me of? Mm-hmm. Brian McKnight Oh well I like Brian McKnight I mean that's a great song but it yeah. sounds like somebody ripping it off and doing a terrible job yeah. yeah. I wonder when that song came That song might have been later actually Back at 1 Back at- Oh that was way after this That was in like 2000 probably I say 98, 99! All right. 99. Yeah. Back at one. Yeah. That was one of the first albums I bought money. Yeah, we talked about this. First yeah. Night, yeah, we should listen to that album. I mean, I mean, maybe next week. I don't think Cameron's going to be back. That could be fun. Yeah. What's? I have, what's yeah. Oh, that, oh, the album yeah. cover, the blue uh-huh. guitar, the blue Thank guitar you, with boy. the like quilted maple on quilted top. Did quicker picker upper? Uh, some sort of like Telecaster shape, but. It's like, oh, I think it's one of those like wacky acoustic guitars that is. I think you're right. Shaped like an electric guitar. That's good cover. That is a great. Cover. Yeah. The expression on his face, mm. and like his fucking ripped, ripped arm, arm, and the like like treble note or tre- treble clef tattoo. Looks good. God, he's shredded like lettuce, dude. Damn. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Brian McKnight was hot. I think that's the main takeaway I'm taking away from Space Jam the soundtrack. Um... One, it's like a dream to me.
1: Dream come
0: true. dream come true. Two, just want to be with you. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Three, little piggies stayed home. Four little piggies are messing it up. Out. You are <laughs> really messing this up. Oh really? Really? Oh, oh no! I was. I really thought that's what it was. I really did. You I really you believe wrong. this i <laughs> really doing it wrong uh, Are we talking about All My Days?
1: Uh, all My Days I said I uh, icy mouth feel
0: Okay That's enough for me to Do walk to Yeah Here we go Got me some sprinkles The hand with the wrinkles
2: If preferred His and her furs To the ankles Keep your friends bugging love In all my ways Jigger keep me jiggy I'm my days Uh huh In the middle of the night I'm okay. getting
0: what is it about that that sounds so cold? I don't know. It's I have that same. You have that sensation as well. I have that same well. sensation too. Maybe that's also from Batman Forever soundtrack. Oh, Miss, that's from Mister Freeze. Right? Freeze, <laughs> I to meet you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh boy. Or is that Batman and Robin? That might be Batman and Robin. I never. I can't keep those two straight. One of them has nipples, and I don't think the other one does. Yeah, I don't have anything more
1: to say about that song. Actually, I wasn't. I didn't really like it a lot.
0: Yeah. Kind of bummed me out. Yeah.
1: You just you don't
0: like ice. Um.
1: Oh, there's some. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So before I think what you need to do is play the. We're gonna do the next song that is. Yeah. I don't even know if I want to say what it is, but I think you should play the comparison song first. Okay. I think that'd be more fun.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: here we go. Okay. So this is Blink 182, and then now this, this is, is the one we're actually
0: Doctor Space Jam. Couldn't help thinking about it. Yeah. That's some pretty great bepoxy though. It sounds really good. Yeah, it's like Bobby McFerrin or something. Yeah. That's right, it's That's The Way, I Like It, by Spin Doctors. Also, I didn't get a sound sample for this one for the right. general. So I, I think everyone knows do, that, so... i do it live. Um, you're gonna do this long live? Yeah, fuck it, we'll do it live. I don't know if you hear that again. Uh, well... What? Um, you, when did YouTube get even worse than it was before? Every day, I think it. God damn it! Every day it gets worse than it used to be. uh Oh, there no, we go. Okay. Oh, so that's the most played part of it. It's just the like sample horn part. I like his voice. His marquee? Yeah. yeah. It's what it totally makes that um great tone. He so, say he's just a friend song. Mm-hmm. When
2: you take me
0: yeah, that's really mostly because of it's Oh, you, you know what I mean? He mm-hmm. say he's just a friend. Mm-hmm. That one, that one's so good. It's like a little strained and like a really kind it's of attractive strained. way. Yeah, but it sounds like he's singing way out of his range yeah, somehow. But yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. Um, so that's a really weird. I mean, it's. Like, a very forgettable cover. It's really weird that they included Spin Doctors. Uh The weird one-hit wonder Uh from... There were two princes, I think, right? I'm not super familiar. I get them a little confused with uh, Blind Melon. Oh. I think Blind Melon was No Rain, and Spin Doctors was Two Princes. Spin Doctors... Two Princes, I just saw it. There we go. Ha ha! Two Princes, 366 million plays on Spotify. Uh, Next song is Little Miss Can't Be Wrong, 42 million. And then there's a cover of Have You Ever Seen the Rain with 4 million. So it steeply declines after that. So they probably made their
1: fortune just from the royalties of the Space Jam soundtrack movie. Yeah. I mean, Two Princes
0: <laughs> was well, <that laughs> enormous and it was like, <laughs> probably on this one.
1: Good a tiny sample. Oh
0: gosh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you yeah, know right from the beginning. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like kind of a weird like- Let's picture Corbin okay. you hear know that. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this guy we used to know named Corbin uh, cool, yeah. is like yeah. the physical embodiment of that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Somehow. Uh, <laughs> All right, big finale. Ooh, it's all been up to this. How is this the last song of the album? No, it, oh no, it's really sad. How is it over so soon? Oh my god, um, this song's called "Buggin." Uh, so Who's the artist? I think it's credited to um, Bugs Bunny and the Looney Tunes, featuring <laughs> Billy West. Yes, I think yes. that's what it is. Yes. Is that uh, right? Bugs Bunny is is the artist. I think. Yeah. <clears throat> It's Buggin' by Bugs Bunny, featuring Billy West and Looney Tunes. <sighs> I never corporate. noticed Yeah, I never noticed that it was. It's never the Looney Tunes. it's Just Looney Tunes. Um, a, someone on Genius is claiming that Jay Z wrote this song. What? what? And there's a link. There's a oh, Huffington Post. Uh, <laughs> nice HTML rendering, guys. Wow. I'll drop a link to this. Put but tell us on that, please. The title is The Space Jam Soundtrack, a reconsideration. And Space Jam is surrounded by HTML i tags <laughs> that are just uh, <laughs> rendered literally. Pretty, so. <laughs> Pretty great. Um let's see. Bug in, bug on. Was written by Jim. Jay- Was written by Jay Z? Oh, that's a rumor. Huh. Huh. Wait. Seems like. No, there's the a rumor guessing. that Jay Z has a demo of him rapping it. Oh. But it's credited to, written by James Newton Howard and Jay Z. Huh. <laughs> James Newton Howard is credited first, which is really weird. He, he did the score for Space Jam. Anyhow, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, them guys ain't too smart,
2: but to be sure, snatch Jordan playing golf, even though he tends to be a ball hog. Hey, Michael, over here, superstar. I, says the can't rot, I, bug.
0: yeah. I can hear Jay Z in that.
1: I uh, I kind of can too. And I was thinking we were talking before about whether or not Bugs Bunny was supposed to be cool. And I think that he is now. He's he's because cool. The, he's in cool song. in this song. Yeah, it's supposed
0: to be cool. But. Is he cool in the movie? I don't know. I mean, there's always, like, kind of a little bit of cool to him, given how much cross-dressing he he does. But he's, like, kind of a cool customer. He's always, like, tricking people. He's, like, he's aloof. Mm. He's got a cool aloofness. Cool intentions. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. Hooray! (laughs) I'll applaud that uh, rather than laugh at it. Um, Yeah, so he's got this kind of, like, aloofness. He's, like, cooler than cooler than you i don't know there's like yeah there's like a whole vibe um and this song i don't know it's like a different stance it's like i don't think of bugs as being like braggy i don't either yeah yeah it seems a lot of character yeah huh
1: what is this character again
0: he's just like um has like reality bending powers and um Master of disguise and is always like tricking people and like getting them to shoot themselves uh, in the face. He like takes the barrel of the shotgun and like oh bends yes, it up yes, so yes. it shoots them in the face. He's a rascal. Mm-hmm. He's a trickster god. He's, mm-hmm. I mean, he's like uh, Coyote or like Raven, I think, is a trickster in some stories, or Loki or uh-huh. other superheroes. <laughs> um, Superman? Superman, trickster guy. Yeah. He puts on those glasses. Where does he go? Nobody oh, knows. Nobody. Nobody knows. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, like, a classic trickster, and he's just, like, he's he's never worried, I don't think, is, like, sort of his thing, where he's, like, he's aloof, uh-huh. he's never, like, out of control, or, like, anxious, anxious at least, not that I remember, yeah. I mean, there's probably examples of that, but, like, as a personality trait, he's not, like, you're right. you know, worrying about stuff, he's, he's always, like, several steps ahead, mm. It's that's what I, think, what I think about bugs, um, should we get... Yeah, let's get into some of this. <laughs> do it. It's sort of set up like a rap battle between Daffy Duck and Bugs Bunny, but it's mostly just Bugs. Uh, I don't like listening to Daffy Duck talk. I can tell you. No. That, um, that let's see. Who's Daffy Duck? Uh, D. Bradley Baker. That's interesting. I mostly know him from doing, like, D voices and stuff. Um, but Billy West is doing Bugs Bunny. Uh... I don't know how long he did that, but he's probably more famous for Futurama, in which he played several of the main characters. Oh, interesting. Um, Zoidberg, Fry, The Professor, um, a bunch of other minor ones too. Mm. Um, I, li- I like watched all of Futurama with the like commentary tracks turned on and everything, mm. so I like mm. heard a lot of Billy West talking about some of that shit. Um, also, there's a really cool um, documentary that John DiMaggio made about like the voice acting biz and the community and stuff huh. has a lot of really interesting stuff in it. Like one thing I remember, um actually Billy West might have been telling this anecdote. He was like talking about the difference between like someone who can do a Porky Pig impression, because um, like a lot of people like, they can just go like that's all, folks. Like they sort of do like an impression, but like he was like, well, the difference between that and like a voice actor is the voice actor is called upon to like. Do Porky Pig's voice while he's underwater and like, um, okay. uh, like out of breath and sure. worried and crying, like, like all these like different inflections and like knowing how to do the voice Contextual, and how the voice like changes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like based on like context and stuff. Is, and I was like, oh, I never thought of it that way, but that makes so much sense. Yeah, um, I forget what the name of that documentary was. I'll try to put a link in the chat. Um, I should keep. Should be keeping track of all these things. These things that I claim to be putting in the show notes. Nah. nah. <laughs> no one's gonna fact check me. Um, yeah. Let's get into some of this, the weird shit in this song, though. Um, yeah. Let's let's go right to um. Oh boy. Near the end. Okay, I'm gonna do this song okay. Near the end. Uh, there's a there's a huge slam on Disney. Oh my God. They'll never recover from this.
2: After it's over, we'll need a plan. What type of Mickey Mouse organization goes to Disneyland? The president. When I got your vote,
0: kind of you you can't rock. Not only is Bugs running for president, he hits him with that slam. What type of, what type of Mickey Mouse organization goes to Disneyland? Well, that's funny. Yeah. Obviously, you should be going to Warner Brothers land. Don't you know anything? Don't you know anything? About <laughs> different corporations. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Um, oh boy! Uh, so oh, us. this is this, is this is a diss on Jordan? Here we go. Okay, can a mouse write this? Does he have long furry ears like this? Can he make hits like this? No, it's like Jordan at the plate—you're likely to miss. And
1: this I think was in. I think this was like happening when Michael Jordan was in the movie playing baseball badly. Uh, I bet the song was in there. Oh, really? And he was like roasting him.
0: Oh, that's so interesting. I think that was
1: part of the plot. Was he huh. was getting roasted by people
0: for being bad at that? Okay. This to me sounds like an ending credit song, though. I can't. It It's Like, so. it plays during the movie. You're right I don't know. No. Oh, okay. I have no idea. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I was gonna say, like, I don't. I can't picture this playing over like montage of Michael Jordan not being very good at sports. Yeah. Yeah. That are not basketball. It's a song that takes up a lot of space. Yeah. Yes, it's not really a background music no. type song. No, no, no. You're a
1: friend come over and you just like playing this on the side <laughs> yeah.
0: while you're talking. <laughs> That's definitely not distracting. Spotify. T- t- yeah. Put on some tunes? I'll Put on some background music, you know, <laughs> some chill out tunes. <laughs> um, you're bugging. You're bugging. Um, okay, and then there's this line But Oh boy.
2: Since day one had his and hers first, Like Trump's wife up to my ears in carriage Not even the barber can fade the rabbit. See, it's all good, cause Bucks got props I'm a bunny, right? All we do is hit hop Get around
0: <laughs> So, and this was about the point where Knowing that Jay-Z wrote this song, like, adds a whole other layer to that whole thing Right <laughs> I thought I was, I was picturing some, like, white, nerdy, like, guy, like Oh, this will be funny if I say, I'm a rabbit. See, all we do is Uh hip-hop. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, when I heard
1: the word Trump, Uh I fell out of my chair. Yeah? (laughs) I said, wait. I had to go back and listen. Wait, they're
0: playing cards? Wait. (laughs) Hang on. Who's got the Trump (laughs) head? Um... I have not clicked on the the genius annotation for that line because I'm really curious. I have already done it. You did? Okay. And there is a little bit of an answer to it because I didn't even get the pun.
1: Can can you guess what the pun
0: is? Okay. Um, Bugs got more props than the Warner Brothers lot. I get that line. More money than any rapper's voice since day one had his and her furs like Trump's wife up to my ears in carrots. Jay-Z does a lot of those like off rhymes or like slant rhymes that... He's a lot better at delivering than Billy West is as Bugs Bunny. Um, not even the barber can fade the rabbit. That's funny. That's fade. pretty good actually. I like, that. I like that one. Um, like Trump's wife up to my ears in c- carrots. What do you think that joke I'm is? I'm thinking that it's a straight He's or- he's an orange Cheeto man. Uh, orange Cheeto man bad. Um, and the his Cheeto and chief. The Cheeto and chief. i <laughs> never heard that one. Oh, no, that's that's new. That's fresh. That's hilarious. Never. Um, and he's got an orange penis, which kind of looks like a carrot or is reminiscent
1: carrots no, phallic. No, you know? you're
0: you're thinking too much about it. Is it she? about like jewelry? Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 But up to my ears and. Well, because he's bugs? Oh. Because his ears are tall? But Trump's wife is up to her ears and carrots?
1: Because she got a bunch of jewelry from him, I think. But
0: up, like from her
1: feet to her ears? It's like. No, 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 like, you're up to your ears and something. It just means okay. you got a lot of it.
0: Oh. Okay. doesn't mean your whole body's full of it. <laughs> um, got a girlfriend, friend, Lola. She's a fox. Girlfriend. friend. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, so thus ends the album. That's it. That's how... God, it, it, like, really makes me recontextualize the whole thing, knowing that Jay-Z wrote it. Hmm. Um... It's pretty inert on the page. Like you you don't really see the rhymes or much of the rhythm, which I guess is like kind of what Jay-Z does. Like yeah. that's one of, that's like his big signature thing is like he uh he fits the words into his flow in a compelling way that yeah is counterintuitive to what the words actually are. Um but it's really weird to hear Bugs Bunny try to do that. Totally. I, I wonder I wonder if like Jay Z like sat down with Billy West and was like Okay, here's how this part has to flow. Or if they just like handed him the like t- like typed up page of words and was like, "Okay, now just try to do that over this beat." <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it's got to be he must have like I mean, if there, there's the rumor that the demo exists, so maybe Billy West was just listening to the the demo. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if Jay-Z did a Bugs voice. That I'd like to hear. I would love to hear that. Especially the Daffy, what's he actually? i like to hear the oh, he does all was, the parts. Yeah. <laughs> He's a very versatile voice actor. Yeah. Uh, Daffy has a very bad voice. It's hard. It's hard to hear. Yeah, it's not easy. Um, yeah. So that's the Space Jam soundtrack. Yeah. What do you think? Um, it's kind of a so the the idea um, like the the intention of this show has at times been artists that may be misunderstood, unrecognized, or dismissed. I think there's definitely an element of misunderstood here um, and even though it was like so ubiquitous and so popular I think there's like some unrecognized stuff like a lot of this album is legitimately pretty good there's a there's lot of really huge songs good songs stuff on, on it <laughs> yeah. I was shocked at how many like enormous songs were written for this album yeah which yeah. is crazy um, yeah so like it's it was better than I expected it to mm-hmm. be or remembered it to be um. yeah so that was whatever that was um, thanks Jam <laughs> oh right yeah. oh, thanks for the reminder yeah. um, thanks for listening y'all we'll be back I hope next week um, Cameron might not be back by then so I don't know if I'll, I'll talk with Dusty here about maybe doing another Where the hell? Episode. I'm, I'm back. <laughs> oh, it's Cameron! Cameron all of a sudden showed up again. I'm <laughs> back, Oh my god. It's like, it's like they never left.
2: <laughs>
1: you
0: know, Cameron has a very Muppet-like uh, sort of vibe. <laughs> And oftentimes just sort of vocalizes non-word sounds. (laughs) Just walked walked around the park as well. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. Well, um, until hopefully next week, uh, you can go to our website at boxset.website. Email us at email at boxset.website. Tweet us at Tobias Podcast. uh, Go to our Discord. The link will be in the show notes. Uh, Some fun stuff going on there. There was a recent poll on whether Blue by Eiffel65 or... Ah, shit, what was the other song? Um, Oh, no, we were trying to compare two different songs. Um, And one was Blue by Eiffel65. Discord takes forever to start up, so I'm stalling a little bit. Um, Sexy and I Know It by LMFAO. Okay. Yeah. Um, And Sexy and I Know It by LMFAO is winning. (laughs) um anyhow so that's the discord join it it's fun low traffic low stress but good high quality fun stuff um you can support us in a couple ways spread the word about the show um write reviews uh all that fun stuff you can also support us even more directly by going to our patreon support.box at our website you'll get access to all of our bonus materials including a weekly mini show called what's in the box weekly This week, we talked about not one, not two, but three television shows. Um, I talked about The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window, which is the single title of one show. Mm -hmm. And Dustin talked about Virgin River. Yeah. What an absolutely bananas title for a show. (laughs) Normal. Totally normal. (laughs) Totally normal. (laughs) And um, Murder, She Wrote. Yes. Which really made me want to go see, like, watch Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. Anyhow, well, thanks for listening, um, everyone. Until next week, I've been Nat Hunt, and I dribble like Bob Dole. And I'm Dustin Junkert, and I'm
1: up to my ears and carrots. (laughs)
0: over Oh here, my god. Alright. So that was a good rehearsal. Oh, great. <laughs> let's like, let's uh, really do it now. Do yeah.
1: you want to start recording? Work out the cakes.
0: Yeah. <laughs>